Hello chimichangas, Michael Lobo here. This is just because the Human Experience Podcast, episode 139. This was recorded June 5th. My guests were Yvonne, my little bro DJ, you might hear me call him Effie, and my friend Dilcia. Yvonne's also my friend. Don't cry, Yvonne. Enjoy the episode. Now I'm recording. Okay. My yeah. line is your line I'm is happy to be here. I'm Michael. That's not the same. It's not the same as <laughs> as it could have been. How's your day going, Yvonne? We'll go. Okay. Yvonne. I I should say a name. Yeah, I should. You're pointing like, hey, how's your name I'm going? You? <laughs> um, day's going good. Just ran just five kilometers. So you're just gonna put me on blast. You're just going to casually say, I ran five kilometers. Yeah, and then I'm going to say, hey, how's your day going? And I'm going to say, I ate a bag of gummy bears, and it's only 10 a.m. So let's kick Yvonne off of this, DJ. Let's get him out of here. (laughs) (laughs) How's how's your morning going, DJ? Um, My morning's going pretty good. I've just been kind of up checking emails, hoping that things turn up and turn around with this process with getting a job and stuff like that um i i myself have not ran a five kilometers today but you know i've walked a few laps from you know the kitchen to the couch to the bathroom to you know the room so it's fine you know i've I've done some steps today that works pretty close yeah it'll it'll add up by the i'll text you again at the end of the day and see maybe it'll that's right Maybe it'll reach. What was the best and worst parts of your week? We can have DJ go first. Okay. So, oh my gosh. Okay. I would probably say the best part of my week was last night because me and my best friend, Jesse, took one of his friends that he knows from Las Vegas. They've known each other from a while back from like hanging out during a spring break. And it was one of those, you know, college spring breaks. You end up reconnecting after a while or whatever. So he came out to Phoenix and we took him to the Melrose district last night. And so we took him to Stacy's and we took him to Charlie's. And so we took him to Stacy's to go see a drag show. And it was so much fun. And he had never been to a drag show. So he was just like blown away. He was like, this is so much fun. This is crazy. And then it was so much fun because me and Jesse knew that he was being set up for the most part. Because when you're a first timer going to Stacey's, you usually get pulled up on stage and get a free shot. And then you usually have to do a booty shaking contest because nothing in life is truly free. That's true. I feel like things might be more exciting if we involved a booty shaking contest yes. into it. <laughs> like if you're at Arby's, they won't let you leave unless you do the booty shaking contest. Or, right. or they hold like the drink right above your head. Like, All right. <laughs> you want, you want your drink? You will. You will do this. You will do the booty shaking contest. Um, <laughs> or if you have a baby at the hospital, they won't let you take the baby home until. What happened? Hi, Dilcia. Hi. Sorry I was late, you guys, but I came in at the right spot for booty shaking. Booty shaking contest. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we were sharing the the best and worst parts of our week. DJ, what was the worst part? Uh, The worst part of my week is just like dealing with, like I said, kind of like this process of trying to get a new job, like 
value to give you know our two other like to you two who don't know like i've been sitting here in the process of trying to get hired at this dispensary but it's been like three and a half weeks since they said i've been officially hired but they've been doing a whole bunch of things out of order nor than what they normally would do in their company policy so like I have my Arizona state license that costs like $350 to be certified to work at a dispensary, but none of my onboarding paperwork was sent to me. My offer letter was never sent to me or signed. Like all of these things that they like they had were supposed to be doing never got done. So I got called by like an upper HR individual one night at like 7.30 in the evening. Like, hey, did you do these forms or did you see any of this stuff? And I was like, no, I haven't gotten any of this. She was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, no. She was like, oh, well, I see your offer letter just got submitted in today for part-time. I was like, no, I'm supposed to be full-time. She's like, all right, well, then we're going to get back in touch with you because this was not done correctly. I was like, great. Then I get an email with my offer letter that still says I'm being uh, literally, and I quote, you're being offered full-time employment as a part-time dispensary agent. I'm like, what? What is what? happening? Thank you. And so then um, I had an in. So then I had a, got an email from the talent, the talent acquisition uh, specialist, and I texted him and I said, "Hey, am I supposed to be signing these offer letters? Because there's a lot of discrepancies in these in this paperwork that says like I'm part time. Um, another one of these uh, NDA says for a part time role. If I'm a full time role, like if there's different things to this, like I want to make sure I'm signing the right stuff." I was like, because I am taking this job for the benefits and everything like that, too. So I need to be a full time employee. And he was like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's just our forms are usually just auto filled sometimes or like auto generated. So sometimes discrepancies like this come up and I'm like, but that's like really annoying. You know, like I, I, I would assume as like a largely growing business as well, like y'all would have this together by now since y'all are buying out dispensaries around here left and right. Yeah, I know. It, I've I've asked you to be like on the podcast or like to dinner a couple of times and you say, well, if I'm not at work, I will do it. Right. I'm like, that well, must be frustrating to start. wait around. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Yvonne? What was the best and worst parts of your week? Uh, best and worst parts of my week. Uh, worst part is planning a wedding. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of things that go into it. So, um, and yeah, you know, I just made a mistake on like who's doing what. And so kind of get that cleared out. Best part of the week, uh, I'm not going to go deep into this whole thing. <laughs> Best part of the week, though, uh, Suns beat the Lakers. And- Gosh, spoiler alert. Jeez, I haven't oh. watched it yet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I taped it. Oh my God. <laughs> my old uh, VHS? On, on my VHS. <laughs> Lord. Let me go burn it now. Fine, they won. Back. It'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. They'll, they'll, they'll recap it on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on the Suns. Um, that is exciting. It's kind. Of, it's been fun watching them win again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Something Even I though like. I grew up in LA, so like I should be a Lakers fan, but I'm right. also really proud of the Suns. You I'm gonna, know. I'm going to mute you now. Shut Shut up. No. <laughs> I need to fix my hair because it's bugging me. But when we heard. They were in the playoffs. Serena and I started watching the games, and I hadn't watched them in like 11 years, 10 years, which I guess was the last time they were in the playoffs. So it's been cool. What uh, what do you think? Any anybody can answer, but uh, like the new logo or the new marketing, like Rally the Valley, because we were going like, who wait, is this the Suns? Who the hell is this? Because it's that like pixelated. I guess it's supposed to be the the sky, the Phoenix uh, sunset. Yeah. Do you like it, Yvonne? Because I know you've been watching uh, this since for forever. So I like the uh, yeah, I like the logo and all the look they got going on, especially with the jerseys. I think those are 
Those are fire. Um, uh, I can say that. <laughs> no, you can't. That's, <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, right out of the Valley uh, isn't the best, like, catchphrase. I mean, it makes sense. It rhymes. Value stuff, <laughs> all that stuff. And so it works, but it's not like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. But other than that, though, I mean, I enjoyed the, uh, the, the look and the, um, the way they have the, the court, how they designed that. It looks pretty nice. Uh, what about you, Dilsey? What was the best and worst part of your week? I guess I am thankful. So I'm still in school. I'm, I'm a theater teacher. I teach middle school theater, uh, for those of you who don't know that. And I guess the best part is that we're almost done. My school district, I'm in the Kyrene School District, and we delayed the beginning of our year because I think they were hoping like, oh, maybe with COVID will go away. We'll be able to start like normal in person. So they kept delaying it. And so... Um, because of that, we now had to delay the end of the year. So we still have two more days. Um, so I guess the best thing is that we're almost done. It's been, of course, such a weird year. And like, I didn't get to do a show with my students, which was really hard. Um, but at, we did get to finally see, we, we, we gathered a couple of like our, our big diehard theater kids. And I got to see them this week. So that was really nice. And we like made t-shirts and signed everybody's and stuff like that so that was nice um yeah Yeah. that's kind of also the worst because we're still in school (laughs) um also so I have I have three kids and my youngest son has been having some like leg pain and there's like weird pain in his knees and his hips and his butt and it's like I don't know what to do for him we've taken him to certain doctors and we go to an orthopedic surgeon on Monday but it's so hard to see somebody in pain and not be able to do something about it, you know, and he's 13. And so like, he doesn't hug me voluntarily anymore. <laughs> so, oh, like, so I know something to look forward to, Michael. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, but like yesterday he was in so much pain. He came in my room crying and he just gave me a big old bear hug. He's like, it hurts. <sighs> so that's, that's tough. That's been really hard this week trying to figure out. It's like, well, how about some more Advil for now until we wait for the doctor? So, yeah. How so. many dance battles does he compete in? I, I might have no, to. No, he had a he had a lot this week, so it really messed up his hips. <laughs> that, that would that would do it. Um, all the windmills and stuff. All the way. <laughs> yeah. Yvonne and I did high school theater together. That's where like our friendship grew. And DJ, you were in theater also. So uh, kind of a little bit. I got like to t- touch and dab in like after school stuff with theater. My whole home in high school was show choir. But in, I just graduated with my bachelor's in theater though. So theater people, cool. we, I found that. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Awesome. This was Very a cool. nice accident then that we did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best and worst part. Um, worst part was when Yvonne ruined the ending to the Suns game. So <laughs> I thought I'd want to put you on blast at the beginning. No, thanks. I didn't have a worst part, so that thanks for helping me with that. Um, but before that, uh, so we had two pre-K classrooms because COVID throughout the year. Uh, we merged them because the summer enrollment's really low. And it, it's just been weird because even though I made the curriculum and the, the rules, it's up to the teachers in the other classroom to actually enforce it. So now we're mixed into one classroom. And so I would say, you know, did you sign in? And the kids go, no, we don't sign in. I said, what? Sign your name or, or just stuff like that. Like during cleanup time, they don't clean up because 
they take 20 minutes to clean up where my kids, I've gotten them to be able to clean in four minutes or else I shock them. I'll bleep that out. Um, I need a job now. <laughs> Is dispensary hiring? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's been strange just, just melding the two classes in, into what my kids are used to doing and their kids are used to doing. And it, it's just, it's frustrating, uh, but we'll get, we'll get through it. It's only two months because then they go to kindergarten. So really, I don't care. Um, best part, I do. I care. <laughs> I love my job. So I haven't said this on like the, the podcast yet because I'm terrible at editing, but um, Serena's pregnant. And so, um, oh, my gosh. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, we're waiting till like some time has passed. Uh, but uh, yeah, so she, so she had a doctor's appointment um, the other day. And the baby's healthy. Um, we had like a little cute sit down with our son. And, you know, there's a baby in the belly. And so he instantly tried to lift up Serena's shirt. We're like, no, it's not like, it's not a window. Like you, you can't, can't see it. You can't see it. You in there? And he's like <laughs> tapping her belly. And I go, it's not Morse code either. Like eventually they'll tap back, I guess. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's been cool. It's, oh, it's been okay. congratulations, yes. congratulations, big bro! Oh my yeah. gosh! So it's been great to fight because you know I wanted to tell everybody instantly. I found out, and she said, "No, let's uh, let's wait because you know because you gotta buy the cigars first. You gotta buy the cigars first, <laughs> and then you drum on the belly." <laughs> I don't know how to use cigars. Maybe I can't get hired at the dispensary. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, Yay, how far along is she? She's 13 weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's due in December. Of course, I selfishly started thinking, all right, if she gives birth in December, then I hope I, I'm off into winter break. So then I don't have to work for the month of December. <laughs> yeah, 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 that'll work. Maybe even like <laughs> Thanksgiving to January, I can be off, which I nice. can't control at all. Um, <laughs> even though I'll try. So... <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Yay. What have you done in the past week to take care of yourself? Any anybody can go anytime. I'll go first because I was I was just thinking about this and what a relief it has been. So typically I work at one of the public pools in the summer. That's my summer job. Of course, most teachers have more than one job, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. And, and I love it. It's a great job. I'm actually a cashier and I register people for swimming lessons and stuff. And so it's a good summer job. But after this year being so crazy, I'm exhausted. I am mentally just done. And my house is a disaster. I just, I needed a break. So I might be poor this summer, but I'm not going to be working this summer. So I'm, I'm so excited to actually have the summer off quote unquote, and just do stuff around my house and, and read and stuff like that. So I just, I'm one of those people, like I, I, I like to, when I say commit to something, I don't back out and um, I, I, I don't like to let people down. Um, but I just, I knew I needed to do this for me. And I was like, I, I they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll find somebody to replace me. Um, so I, I feel good actually saying no to something, I guess was my biggest thing. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out that balance too, of when to say no, if, if it's for, taking care of myself because I'll, I'll wear myself incredibly just, just thin and just stretch myself out to, to committing things. And I'm still trying to figure out 
that balance. So that's awesome that you did that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Feels good. <laughs> How about you, Yvonne? What have I done to care of myself? I think most of it just trying to do like exercises. Like when you go for a run, and if you're not like trying to do any like speed or anything, you just try and go for a run. After a while, it gets kind of relaxing, like meditative almost. And that's part of the enjoyment of the run. I mean, you know, times like it's getting hot and whatnot, but you know, you go early enough or later enough. Uh, when you're actually on that run, your mind has time to just process things and think. And I think that's what the enjoyment of like runners get. But you have to get to that point after the initial, like, oh, it hurts my legs, hurts my knees, all that stuff. Fine. You're going to rub it in my face again about running. <laughs> he ran five. I always think runners are crazy, but like, it's such amazing exercise. I it wish is. I enjoyed it. But I'm like, I hate it. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> but that's awesome. That's interesting to say that. I'm like, well, maybe it's something to look forward to. That yeah. Meditative state. That's cool. I need someone to chase me. They should uh-huh. have an app for that. Like someone you could just, like if I do that on Farmers Only, can someone just chase me? All right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, or Grinder. I'll like let me download Grinder. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Just look for no, somebody. You know what? No, nope, I'm down. To me, and you have to have after this because gee, okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I think in the last week, something that I did to take care of myself. Well, I mean, there's something I actually like. I guess like physically, I guess went out and did was kind of just like went dancing i guess something because something i didn't think about i hadn't done in a while it was just really been able to like enjoy myself go out dancing and stuff like that and one of the bars i frequent that has like reopened and stuff like that they opened up and did uh dancing with masks for like the last like month and a half and it's been a really like good safe space especially for me a lot of my friends because big bro you know i go out with katie and a couple of my other friends and stuff like that a lot of us with katie and her other friend and the people we frequently hang out with they are also teachers about to go into the workforce and so we're very like conscious about like pandemic staying safe and just different things like that so it was really cool that we got to go to a place that enforces masks like if you're not sitting at your table you are wearing your mask if you're dancing you're wearing your mask so it's like really cool that we got to like go out and just like really enjoy ourselves and just have a good time And then um, something else that's like been in the middle midst of things, there's a lot of change and transition going on, like with my job. And then also I'm supposed to be trying to like move and find a new place and stuff like that. And with things kind of like, obviously time is kind of taking and going along. But like I said, I've had this job that's been delaying my start date and stuff like that. And I've just had to keep reminding myself, like I can only worry about the things I can control. Cause like, I've been having conversations with my mom where she's like, well, you need to get a job and this, this, and this, and this, and this, because a lot of things have come up. Uh, within like the last month and a half when it comes down to like financial expenses and things have been getting really hard. And I'm like, I can't let myself get like anxious and basically sick worrying about the things I really can't control. Like I can't control the speed of these hiring managers and the HRs and all the people on this company's side mm-hmm. for getting their stuff together. Like I can't do that. Like all I can do is continually just put applications out and see if someone else will hire me faster at that point. And so, yeah, it's just, been something that I've had to like just remind myself like you can only worry about the things you can control and like breathe and let go of the things you can't control yeah that's awesome I'm I'm also trying to work on that skill as well uh so thanks you three for putting me on blast um hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you. you're welcome. how about you Michael uh Have you done anything I think actually taking a break at work uh, that 30 minute uh break in the middle of the day I used to just barrel through the shift and uh die inside 
But I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking the 30 minutes. And so I'd leave the room. There's another teacher in there. Um, <laughs> Talk about yourselves, kids. All right. Oldest ones. And in- Keith, you're in charge. Um, if a pair starts, pull the red lever on the put, wall. Put, yes. And get out. You know who knows how to turn a doorknob. Oh if a kid trips, leave them. They're evolution. Uh Oh my God. So I'll go to the office and write in my journal or I'll, I'll watch a, an episode of something like good, Pla- the good place or Steven universe. Yeah. And, um, or I'll even edit. So it, it's been nice having that, that, that 30 minutes. And then when I, I've noticed when I go back in, in the classroom, I, I feel sort of refreshed, which I guess is what a break is for. So hooray to me for figuring that out. Um, what uh, song recommendations I asked you all I think to think of a song you're you're currently enjoying. It doesn't have to be a new song. It could just be a song at this point in your life you are enjoying. Yvonne? Um, I had a couple. Um, one that's been stuck around a lot uh, is Holy Grail from with Jay-Z. And mm-hmm. when I found out, when I actually like, looked at the lyrics and like understood what it was about, how it's about... Um, just fame and his relationship with fame. I thought, oh, wow, this is like really cool. Just like, you know, just the way he does it. And then it's got a catchy hook and all that fun stuff. And so it's just fun to sing along with uh, JT as well. But, uh, yeah. That's one of them. How, one of how many do you have? Oh, so I was trying to choose between a couple of them. Cause I was like, oh man, I've been listening to a lot of late Miz too. So there's a lot of that stuff in my head going on. Yeah. That's um, awesome. That's a blast from the past for me. <laughs> I know, right? It, you know, it goes in phases where you're like, you know what? I forget where I heard it. Somebody else was talking about Late Miz. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. I heard it in a while. And I listened to one song. And then I started listening to a lot more songs. And I'm like, oh, yeah. This is, man, what a great story. <laughs> I need to revisit that then. Because, yeah, I haven't heard it in years. I don't yeah. remember how I felt when I first heard it. So, yeah, I need to revisit that. Uh, what about you, DJ? So I guess like, so two songs I would recommend. So one song that I'm really feeling just because like, it, I don't know, it gives me very much like bright summer vibes that kind of just makes you, I don't know, when I listen to the song, it makes me think of just like driving like down the beach or driving with your friends, like the top down, but not in Arizona because God no. knows it's too hot for that. No God. But I imagine it makes me think of like, you know, ideally what some of the times where I think like I wish I could be back at home in California driving down like by the beach and stuff or going down to Santa Monica Pier and stuff is um, this song Do- by Doja Cat and SZA, Kiss Me More. It's just really upbeat and fun. And it's like, I don't know, it's just, you know, it's about love and positivity and stuff like that. And just being like intimate with the person that you love and stuff like that. So I thought it was really, really cute. And then interesting enough, my second song that I recommend that I actually was a song I didn't realize was on Doja Cat's first album was um, Cybersex, which is like more of a risque song where it talk, she talks about, you know, just like, you know, you can't, when you physically, it, it's kind of funny because it's like reminiscent to like our times now. Like when you physically can't be with your significant other, you find ways to, you know, fill that gap virtually, I guess. And um, so it's just really interesting how like the song's really catchy. I really like the song. And so I was like, oh, I didn't realize that this was like a song on the album. So those are my two because I've been bumping a lot of Doja Cat recently. Cool. Speaking of like cyber virtual stuff, uh, my mom knows what Serena and I do now. So, uh, Dilcia, what <laughs> you always you double check? You were pregnant. I mm, 
<laughs> the, more, the stuff that leads to to pregnancy um it was very she, she was trying to put things together she was trying to put it wait a minute michael that's not how it happened for me oh. and that guy at carl's jr oh wait God. what where's dad um <laughs> what are we talking about oh yeah. dilcia song <laughs> my favorite song <laughs> or whatever um well this is it's a song that I actually heard on NPR years ago and um it's called um it's called Soy Yo and the band is Bomba Estéreo which I will play a little bit for you because now it's being used on Grubhub um like as a, so you've probably heard it hold on so like i heard it a while ago and i love the video because it's this girl who's like best this a little girl and she's this unapologetic about like her crazy hair and she's got the ring pop and she's got her bicycle and she's going around town she's like yeah i look good and uh you know where all the other kids are like (laughs) all about like being who you are and I love the you know the Latin piece of it and also you know the the rap part of it which I'm not a huge rap person but um but I love this one it has such a fun beat and a fun thing and anyway I often play the video for my students because I was like okay what do you see happening in this video and just be yourself. Who cares who you are? Who cares if you're awkward or uh, a little bit of a weirdo, you know, especially in theater. It's like, we love that, you know, be who you are. Um, so I've just, and, and, you know, it kind of makes me move. <laughs> so I love this song. <laughs> That's awesome. I need to find that one. Yeah, uh, it's fun. Do you ever feel like when you're watching, like videos just make songs a whole lot better? Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. Now I love that song. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. But it also does the, it also works the other way where it makes you hate the song. Um, yeah. So I'll have, if I like a song and we'll, I'll put on YouTube and Serena says, just play the video. And I said, no, no, no you need to hear the song first <laughs> and then we'll watch the video. Cause there's the video is sometimes is just so disconnected from how the song feels if, if it's not done right. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. The song, and I just heard it this morning. Uh, I like going on the new music on Spotify, New Music oh. Friday, and yes. and uh, and I love I love judging. So like you know on Pandora you could thumbs up or thumbs down on the on the phone app on Spotify you can you know heart it or minus sign and it gets rid of the song. Uh, so I love just going through and like haha your song sucks or yes your song is awesome. I know it doesn't probably doesn't do anything. Uh, in the grand scheme, but Polo and Pan, which just sounds like a great tag team name, but Polo and Pan is the artist and the song is Tunnel. And it has this weird sort of dance beat, but it's also haunting in a, in a strange way. And they don't start singing until maybe like a minute in. So it like catches you in, in the vibe for a while. And you don't even realize that no one is, is singing. And I listened to it four times in the past couple hours just because I, I couldn't get over it do you sleep with your socks on or off off you are very quick what yeah I get way too hot if I have socks on <laughs> okay uh, I always have a dilemma because if I sleep with my socks off 
And then in the morning I get too cold. I've had my socks on and I'm hot going into bed. But when I wake up, I'm fine. So what the hell? <laughs> Honestly, I think for me it would truly just depend on like the environment because like if i'm at my parents place when like you know our ac can be a little shifty sometimes like i'm going to bed with the box off because it's hot like and then also you know our, i live in the, on the second floor so all the heat rises to the top of the house so it's always hot so there's that but then when i'm at like my best friend's apartment and they have a you know gorgeously newly restored ac that's blowing beautifully i'm sleeping with my socks on because you know it's cold yeah it, it's mainly socks off in, in the summer. So 10 months out of the year here. Um, but <laughs> in the, in the two months, I do this weird thing and it, where, so if I'm wearing long sleeves pants, it's no socks, but then the next night I'll do long sleeve socks, shorts. And then the next night I'll do short sleeves, pants, socks, but I can't, I cannot do it two nights in a row how I slept before. So only in the, the, the winter is, is when uh, I start freaking out and I have to chart and I pull out pie graphs of when I did what. Um, this is not airing. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you didn't chart, you wouldn't know, right? So you're like, oh, I don't know if I did that before. I, yeah. So the chart helps a lot. And then Venn diagrams and Makes sense. Um, yeah. ultrasounds. Um, <laughs> This reminds me of, you guys know that Flight of the Concord song, uh, Business yes. Socks? Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. That's a, I need to re- revisit those too. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. What food is delicious but is a pain yeah. to eat? What did oh. you say? No. Ooh. You didn't wait for the whole question. <laughs> no. Really, really hot pizza. <laughs> really? Okay. That is a pain to eat. Yeah. I like Hands that, down. That's yeah. Oh, I love me a good crab boil. I will fudge up some crab legs, but it's like it's gonna get messy. Don't take me out on no first day out for crab legs because you you may not like the beast that you see released when I'm going in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been eating honestly, like to tell y'all the truth, I've been eating crab legs since I was like five. So legit, like I'd be going in. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <It's> so bad. <laughs> yeah. For me, it'd be, yeah, crab legs, shrimp, too. So if we ever go to, like, Angry Crab or um, Hot and Juicy on Mill Ave, if, if we have our son, we set our son up, and we're like, once we touch this food, I, we cannot help you anymore because we like the spicy stuff on and everything on it. And shells are flying, and fingers are going digging into stuff. Uh, so, yeah, shrimp and, or crab legs, yeah. But you, Dilcia? Yeah, I immediately thought of, like, like just a good salad because a, a salad takes so long. There's so many ingredients and washing it and cutting it and putting it all together. And also things like kiwi and mangoes. Like, so I think of a lot of fruit, like it's so good, but oh, it's so much work. And especially a kiwi, you have to carefully peel it. And then you get just a little bit of fruit. <laughs> so that's why for me, like going out like a salad at a restaurant tastes so much better than when I make it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just, I like things that are quick and easy to make. I agree with you guys about the shrimp too. I like going out to have shrimp and other seafoods. Yeah. It doesn't stink up the house. Yeah. What was the, oh, go ahead. It was oysters. Like I love oysters too, but like having to make sure if it's not like, 
that's why I like going out for oysters because a lot of times like it's I have a struggle of cutting that part of the shell before you could slide it back and so if it doesn't slide back my mouth is like wait why is it not it's not going down this is not a texture we like sitting in our mouth wait a minute I'm like oh Uh, and now my experience is ruined oh no had oysters and I was actually on vacation in Seattle and there was a place where we could have gone but I I I didn't get to go but I've heard oysters like obviously they can be weird but like they're good (laughs) yeah when they're done right they're really good especially like my friend um, a friend of mine who lives in Mesa we went to a place that's like a Mexican themed restaurant that does a lot of seafood based dishes and he ordered us like a platter of them that had like uh, ceviche, like not ceviche on top of the oyster, but then there was like lemon and hot sauce and all these different things you could put on top of it. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. What's the uh, name of that place? Because I'm uh, in the East Valley. Is it like Mr. Morisco's, I think it is, or Senor oh. Morisco? It's okay. like right next to this pool hall too. So it's like off of, I want to say Main or First. Yeah, I think it's Main Street. I think like that, something like that. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> what was the last funny video you saw? <laughs> I pull up my YouTube history. <laughs> right. I know. Let me think about that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I have an answer for this, yeah. actually. And I don't mean to always be like, me first, me first. But don't worry, I, sent, I sent her all the questions beforehand. Dang. I only <laughs> so got, like, like, how's your day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because actually we were watching YouTube videos in class yesterday and I showed them. So my favorite cat video is it's called Kitty Corliss. Uh, you, you know, that song that it, it's a super well-known song, grinding the crack or something like that. Do you know which song I'm talking? Whoa. Grinding. <laughs> grinding, crack. grinding the crack, something like that. What? Stop There's it, so Michael. Don't stop it. Don't take it there. Mm. <laughs> anyway. It's just a silly cat video of a cat jumping, but like its legs going all straight out. And it's just a, so it's kitty coreless is what it is. So it's just my favorite cat video and it's only like 20 seconds long and it's perfect. So that's my favorite video <laughs> or funniest. But. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to look for this. Uh, our son's been super into those videos. People record of their pets. So like, there's one where a dachshund is cooking, but it's the owner like voicing over. So it looks like the dog is talking. Uh, just ridiculous videos. Like he's just super into it and he'll he'll just giggle super hard. So I'll, I'll find that one too. He'll like this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I would have to say the funniest video I've seen recently. So um, big bro, as I was explaining, I think you met my most of my new adoptive drag mom at my graduation party. So she sent into our family group chat recently um, one of the queens that she was going to be competing with in one of her national pageants that she did recently, she had did a preliminary pageant where she was doing like this number and a reveal. And as we all know, like a lot of people who like go to drag shows and stuff like that, as if y'all didn't know, I am a drag queen as well. That literally like, we love reveals. We love a good moment where we tear away a jacket and there's a whole other costume and stuff like that. This time it didn't really work out so well. There was a wild drum malfunction and her dancers came up and ripped her, not ripped it, but like, tore the jacket to make it do the tear away. Not only did the jacket come off, so did her entire wig. Oh no. And I was like, oh no. And, and that's and what makes it worse is it was a TikTok that literally did the, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. I was like, I was like, why, why would you send this to me? I am in the, I was like, I am in the middle of something. Why are you sending this right? <laughs> 
That's awesome. Oh, God. And I literally <laughs> sent it to my mom, too. And she calls me cackling. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> Yvonne, do you need a second? I can, I can go uh, next. No, I got it. So, I mean, it's hard, though, because, like, a lot of my a lot of my previous videos are all about the highlights of the suns being the lakers wow. so i was like i gotta go deep we got it they um, won <laughs> and i missed it well like the most recent like funny video was saturday night live one where the the weekend update guys um the new ones colin and oh michael che they wrote jokes for each other and if you don't know, one's white, one's black. So <laughs> the black one wrote jokes for the white one that puts them in hot water. <laughs> Uh-oh. And the most, like, awkward thing that he has to read on air, like, he never saw the joke going into it, so he has to read it as, like, this <laughs> That's awesome. Didn't they start that when they were, like, vir- virtual or, like, during the pandemic? Because I thought I remember seeing that. And, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, no. <laughs> you would think it's like, oh no, this is going to be super inappropriate, but it's um, it is funny. <laughs> yeah, the one I saw, I did my homework last minute, so also this morning was <laughs> someone. I, I guess it's a TikTok, uh, and the the caption was, "When you're 30, working with 19 year olds, and we hire a lot of ASU students at our school, and so of course I try to talk to them, and that that never goes well. So it, it's like using." Uh, slang really poorly as an as an older person and and I'll do it too that my little bro DJ knows like I'll I'll do it on purpose and it's it's just ridiculous when you're like hey this this salad is lit right this is so lit right now I'm what are we doing is that not how you use it and it's just just ridiculous stuff like that where you try to connect um we'll trade what we did and it just made me think of all these instances where I go um you know, how was your weekend? And then they're like, oh man, I got fucked up on Saturday and I got wasted. What did you do, Michael? And I go, uh, my son, uh, we watched Paw Patrol and uh, <laughs> we shared Raisinets. <laughs> like it just, it, that disconnect. But I mean, that's just where they are in life and this is where I am. And it's, it's just super interesting. So it was, it was pretty funny. I wish, I don't really, I don't remember. Uh, I wish I remembered the, the person, the TikTok, TikToker. See, I don't even know what that's called. TikTok abuser. Um, I think TikTokers, I mean, they say YouTuber. Yeah, TikToker. Uh Cool. I got it. I nailed it. See, I'm lit. So, um, yeah. Also, I've learned. So, your outfit is drippy. (laughs) That's a new one I've learned. (laughs) (laughs) DJ approves. (laughs) I know. I learned stuff from my students. Yeah. I hear that. I go, wait, what's dripping? What? <laughs> I know. Is there bad plumbing? <laughs> Is the pipes broken? Um, it's, that's where my brain goes. Um, DJ, DJ brought it up and it made me think of it. I met Dilcia through acting and um, Yvonne does stand up. How are you all? What's going on? Like, I know COVID kind of messed everybody up with, with how we can perform. Uh, what, is, what are you all doing? Are you able to get back into it? And, or is it kind of on hold? For me, it's um, I guess I, I, oh, go ahead, DJ. Yeah, I guess I can kind of answer. So things are kind of coming back into it. So like it's been luckily, like thankfully, the pandemic has been coming to like, I won't say a halt or a slowing down, but like things are opening back up and stuff like that. So like opportunities for me to perform and like drag and then also hopefully theater opportunities are going to be coming open back out too as well. 
But that's what I've kind of just been doing, kind of keeping my eye out for like competitions or opportunities to perform and different things like that. And I've actually been approached by a couple different people to perform at a couple of different various clubs that I'm just kind of like, I don't want to make a commitment. And then say the next day I get a call saying I have to start working for the next seven, 14 days or whatever, because I'm doing training. And I'm like, I can't because I get off at 10 o'clock when the show would start and I would not be in drag. Obviously, I'm sorry. It's been cool because I've been seeing more and more opportunity opening up, but it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to feel a little bit of some FOMO because I keep having to say no about these opportunities. And my big bro knows more than anything. I've been waiting for the moment I turned 21 to like hit the ground running and just like take over as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. For me, it's definitely still on hold. I haven't done any performing. I haven't even been able to direct anything, you know, really. Yeah, just just try to hang in there take care of me during this time. So sounded so angry. Yeah. Take care of me. Whatever. I guess I'll take care of me now. (laughs) (laughs) Still on hold, still waiting it. You know, the the good thing about theater and performing, you know, it'll always be there. So when the time is right, I'll be Mm -hmm. here too. Yvonne. Uh, not much. Uh, <laughs> All right, next yeah, question. Yeah. No, uh, so <laughs> there's not much. And I think part of the reason is because so many things are shut down. You start like just diving into like other projects or just doing other things. And then as things start to open up, you're like, well, I'm already, you know, kind of time committed to something else. Like DJ was saying, I don't want to say yes. And then all of a sudden I can't do this. You have to start to kind of restructure just your day-to-day life as things in the world change. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hit refresh on um, Durant.com and um, I don't know where else they post auditions. And then I was, I know I, I was talking to Yvonne about it, like sort of maybe jumping into stand-up or some sort of like comedic storytelling performing and then COVID happened. So that was my excuse to not do it. Uh, so then I hid from Yvonne for a year, but now we've, <laughs> we've brought it up again. Damn it. Uh, you're still doing this podcast. You found a different way, you know, you're doing it online. So yeah, it only airs in, um, in Holland. So I mean, <laughs> I guess audience. Yeah. Holland and uh, South Africa, which is very, very strange. Okay. I think I remind people of a, a darker skin Trevor Noah. So what, <laughs> what's happening? I'm sorry. What are some things you've had to unlearn? Oh my gosh. It's so coincidental that you brought this up. I, I don't know. I can go first, I guess. So like, I had to unlearn how to talk over people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, if, do you want to go first? I was just making a joke. He, he was saying, he was saying I unlearn he was talking over. I trying to over. be funny. Uh, <laughs> So keep it on hold. Keep the stand-up on hold, Yvonne. Uh, <laughs> I just, I find it, it's, it's really coincidental you brought this up because I was talking to uh, Jesse about this. Uh, there's something I've had to unlearn, especially growing up, is this idea, because like, I guess something that I've come to realize growing up in the African-American community is that like, there is this idea that advocating for yourself or feeling or thinking in opposite, not in opposition or feeling or thinking a different way rather than say your parents or like someone that's in an authority of like position above you is considered disrespectful. Like you're considered to be like, you either get in line or you're being disrespectful and like, you know, uh, insubordinate. And I've had to like think over time, I had to unlearn those things, especially when it comes down to like dealing with navigating mental health and like navigating different things because it's like growing up uh, the thing you always hear is like 
you never hear of a person, especially in the African-American community, especially in, at least in my experience growing up, like you never heard someone actually openly coming out saying I'm depressed or I'm dealing with anxiety or I'm dealing with anything. It was like, oh, you, you just looking for attention. You, blah, blah, blah. If you, if you're really dealing with something, they need to lock you up somewhere, blah, blah, blah. If it's that bad of a thing. And, and you know, just this like ostracization of like dealing with and the normalization of understanding that mental health is a real thing. Mental health is something that people have to navigate and cope with every day, whether it be just their navigating of their daily lives, living with anxiety, PTSD, depression, or anything like that, or being able to be and say that they're in a good and well satisfactory point in their life and their mental health journey. And so it's like, I've had to really unlearn this idea of feeling like my feelings and my emotions aren't valid when it comes down to expressing how I feel. So a lot of times there would be situations where I would try to be like, explain to, you know, my parents or anything like that, like, oh, this is was an uh, anxiety inducing situation because this, this, and this, or I feel a lot of, because they ask me a lot of times like, well, why do you feel the need to act X, Y, and Z when we say A, B, and C? And it's like, because I get anxiety because you guys instantly shut me down when I'm coming from a vulnerable space. And they're like, well, that's just you being sensitive. I'm like, and that's another triggering thing. Like, I'm not being sensitive. I'm being vulnerable because I feel the safety of being vulnerable with my parents. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like that idea of unlearning, like the, uh, unlearning the idea that my emotions and my own experience is not invalued, is actually a valued and actually needs to be more validated in my own personal like experience. Because a lot of times I'll be like, oh no, I'm just, I'm just being too overdramatic or like, you know, using a lot of the narratives that had been spoken over me to explain or kind of just bandaid over the things I've been dealing with. But it's been really interesting to be able to like navigate things and actually kind of like unpack, like, why do I feel this way sometimes? Why do I like react the way that I do? Is, is it because of something that happened 10, 11, 12 years ago that just made me start to be like, no, this is how I will react in said situation or whatever. So it's been really interesting that, the, and so that's why I was like, it's coincidental you said, oh, is there anything we've had to unlearn recently? I found your journal. So I made these oh. questions based off of all your journals. Oh, yeah. I was wondering where that went. I was wondering where that went. When I saw just the pile of glitter on my dresser, that was gone. Like, wait, where's my journal? So. Is there a bottle of soy sauce where my journal used to be? Um, That's my calling card. (laughs) Makes sense why Mr. Sriracha bottle was in the trash. Thanks. Okay. It's a hate crime now. Um, (laughs) And during Pride Month, how dare I? Um, Okay. Still see ya, Yvonne? Okay. Oh, okay. Right, go ahead. Go ahead, Yvonne. <laughs> All right. You know, we I have to throw <laughs> this in here. Uh, Yvonne, my middle name is Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E. And uh, yeah. not too many people, you know, say your name, you know, with the E sound instead of the I sound. So anyway, my, my family calls oh, so, so then it sounds like I'm saying you first middle, like I'm first middling yeah. you. Yeah. Well, oh. I, I know you're not. Because, I, you yeah, know. I am now. <laughs> And it's funny because my middle name is Dilcia. What a wow, <laughs> That's so cool. See, I have reasons for bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, uh, my thing that I'm still trying to unlearn is uh, how not to get, I guess, distracted by my phone. Because any moment where you're not like, either thinking about something, it's easy just to pick it up and just like, oh, what's going on here? I got a text from somebody or you know, whatnot. And just to try to stay like in the zone of what I'm doing at the moment, like it's really easy, especially working from home right now, you know, I'm working, <clears throat> typing away and all of a sudden 
I'll get a text. I'm like, oh, I'll check that out for just one second. Then one second turns to like five minutes. I'm like, I gotta get back and try and get back into the groove of things. So I got to unlearn how to have my phone close to me. <laughs> Lock it away. away. I have that same problem where I'll be on it and I, I even, you know, five minutes and then it's an hour and I go, oh my God, my son's been watching TV for four hours. What the hell? <laughs> what just happened? I just wanted to read this one article. Um, yeah. That's uh, I feel that one. And you think about it, like, what kind of enjoyment did I really get out of that? Like five minutes, like, was it really worth it? <laughs> yeah. Did I need to see what Dua Lipa's uh, outfit was at the British <laughs> Music Awards? I did. That was a yeah, bad I, I did. That one. Yeah. I did. Or what uh, Devin Booker's favorite restaurant is in Phoenix? Again, I did. I did need to know that. These are bad <laughs> examples I'm bringing up. Dilcia? Um, so I think, and this is something not just this week, but something I've been trying to deal with uh, more recently is uh, not feeling the need to explain myself. Like if I can't do something or if I just don't want to do something or whatever, I, I find myself like in text messages, especially being like, no, sorry, I can't make it. I have to do this. And then I have to take my kid to this. And then I have to do, I'm like, no, who cares? No, I don't have to tell them why. <laughs> Delete, mm-hmm. don't go all the way back. Yeah, yeah. Just because I always, because I've always been like, people pleaser, make sure that everyone's, you know, happy and whatever. And I feel like, like, I don't want to let people down. So that's definitely something I'm still working on, but just trying not to feel like I have to explain myself. Like it's okay just to say no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you. I've had to learn, huh? What? Uh, I was going to say, I think um, things go better when you don't don't explain yourself. Cause if you just say, I can't do it. That's it. There's no follow-up question really to go along with it. Yeah. But when you explain yourself a little too much, and you're like, oh, well, what if I yeah. answer this question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it can start to sound fake <laughs> or whatever. Like, I'm just trying to make up an excuse why I can't go. Speaking of some, so, well, to go off of that, I will we'll have like fraternity brother dinners or like we, we were doing Zoom calls or like the podcast when I invite people to do the podcast. I'm so, and I feel like maybe it's like my insecurity and like my, my lack of attachment and of growing up with my parents. Just like if someone goes, I can't, I need to like, but why do you not like me? Or are you just busy? Like it's cool. And, and so then I start going through my head. So whenever someone doesn't reply to a text, like if they can't go to a dinner or, or the podcast or, or like if we go like years ago, like it, they didn't come to a play or whatever it may be. I was like, Wait, but why didn't you go? You need to tell me why. And so that's, it's really interesting. You're right. You don't have to, you, you have no obligation to explain. But for me personally, on the other side, I f- almost flip out when I'm like, but so is it not me? They don't like me. That's what it is. They hate me. And uh, it goes into that. So uh, I, if I, if I, if I get a, I can't from you, you'll see, I'll, I'll make sure to remember it. That's not what it is. And or I can add, it's nothing personal. I still love you, Michael. Cool. I <laughs> would. I, I need that said. I really need that said, or I will explode. Um, okay. <laughs> what city, just two more questions. What, what city would you most like to live in? I want to say something, definitely by the beach. I would love to live by the beach. Like there's so many towns in, you know, in the LA area along the beach. Of course, they're super expensive and like 
lots of traffic and stuff, but it would be something about, I don't know, living on the beach right there would be really cool. I, I went there too. Like I thought somewhere in Hawaii, because I love the beach. Mm-hmm. It would just be amazing. Paris also jumped in my head. Yeah. Because I feel like just to, like as a culture, as, a, as just a place, I didn't really get to experience anything. I mean, I, I was in the Philippines for a while, but uh, somewhere else on that side, I guess. Um, so Paris, maybe a city in Hawaii. Honestly, I've, ha- I've like reevaluated that. I have to re- re- I re- I'm reevaluating this in my head because it was interesting enough. Like my big brother knows this. I probably would have said Paris off the, like the first jump too. But I thought about it and I was like, honestly, I, most recently I've been thinking about like, if I could just like, if I had like a job or if I was able to just go, like I'd love to live in Toronto, honestly, like go see what mm-hmm. Canada's like, kind of just go to like the melting pot of all those different cultures and stuff like that. Especially like, just to make, I, I promise I won't be super long-winded this time, but basically just like really cool because like after watching, um, like after seeing RuPaul's Drag Race being able to expand in Canada and just finding out about like how much of just a cultural melting pot Canada is, how much of like a safe haven it has been for so many people for generations and so many people in time, it's just been like amazing. And so that's why I would like love to be able to like, you know, just really make, not only make my own impact in that community, but really just like find a space in that community and kind of just like, flourish and kind of just see how I do in that community because I feel like it'd be really cool. Mine's going to be really boring. You say Wickenburg, I am going <laughs> to flip this Winslow, Arizona. Winslow. <laughs> we just lost our two listeners in, in oh, Winslow man. and Wickenburg. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Um, no, I was just going to say Phoenix. Um, and I think, I mean, I might be a little biased because it's grown up here, but also... I've learned that I don't enjoy the cold that much. That takes off like a lot of the Northern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not like, why? Well, I mean, I can give or take on the beach and, uh, and I've gotten used to like just the heat and Phoenix is big enough where there's things to do. And there's like all sorts of like cool communities and, you know, just events going on, but it's not too big where it feels overcrowded, like a New York or mm-hmm. a Los Angeles you still kind of like get around and find your own little niche or whatever somewhere. So just like Phoenix. Yeah. That was that was incorrect. You literally <laughs> had to pick a different city than the one. You didn't say different. You said where do you want to live? You already live here. <laughs> so by the sentence structure. You could have literally said Hackensack, New Jersey, but you said Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> could have said flagstaff but still like take the drive to phoenix on weekends but you picked okay um countback road (laughs) when does it stop becoming phoenix then right there that's where i would want to live (laughs) and then the last one and it's i've been arguing with with friends about it and i didn't i didn't know it'd be such a heated Argument, although there there is one answer that that's come up a lot. So I thought, oh, this would be interesting to ask you three. Uh, where are the best French fries? Oh, that's very cool. Oh, just like fast food or any kind any, of place any around French here. Any French fry. Hopefully, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> so, Yvonne, you're gonna shine here. Oh man. <laughs> Are we talking regular French fries? Are we talking like busted out French fries? How are we? How are we talking? Fries. See that 
see, that's where the argument ensued. So Serena's answer was Red Robin because it's bottomless. And I said, well, that's, ah. the, pre- that's the presentation. That's not the actual fry itself that you enjoy. You're enjoying that it's infinite. But it's not even the same anymore. Can we talk about how Red Robin got stingy as fuck? Let's talk about how Red Robin, when you used to sit down, they would give you a basket full of fries. Nowadays, they're like, oh, here's this little triangle funnel on your plate. Oh, you want some more? Let me give you like five more fries. We'll we'll give you like five or six out of time. 20 minutes from now. Their quality has definitely gone down. I agree. I used to go there a lot, but and it's so expensive too. It's been way Uh, too much. Haven't added nothing new. It's all the same stuff basically, and you bought up three dollars in price. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just lost them as a sponsor for the podcast. So (laughs) thanks you too for doing that. The shame (laughs) is understand. I used to love the waffle fries at but I don't like to go there anymore. <laughs> so I don't even want to mention them, but I kind of like their fries. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep um, out the name. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah then- do that. I, as a gay, I've, I've sinned and gone because, you know, them waffle fries do hit different some days. <laughs> no, they are good. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. <laughs> they are good, yeah. That's true. And then, yeah, the argument was like, what if it has toppings like in and out uh, the animal style? So does that count? Uh, oh, yeah. And then I thought, oh, do tater tots count? Mm, no. 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 Yeah, go no? Too far. Not to okay, me. going too far. Okay. I right. think they're very different than French fries. Yeah. Yeah, they don't even have the word fry in it. <laughs> yeah, because tater tots, like, if it, essentially, if you think about it, it's like mini hash browns for the most part. Yeah. That's what someone brought up. Yes. <laughs> they yeah, are. So they are like little hash browns. Oh gosh. Okay, so if we're, about, fry in it. if we're talking about regular fries, I would have to say that um the best French fries, I guess for me, oh my gosh. I don't know. Mm. I love a good crinkle cut fry. I won't say a specific place, but I might I would love crinkle cut fries for the most part. What's a crinkle? But when it comes out of like you said a crinkle the one where the like, yeah, like the little bumpy, bumpy, wumpy ones. What's up? I need to find this. Yeah, come on, I gotta Google I'm, it. I'm sure. Cool. I'm sure I've eaten it. I just never heard it. Yeah, called, so I love, yeah. Uh, like if you've eaten at Canes, you've eaten crinkle cut fries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I didn't want to go to Canes because they aren't like the best. Ah, so, crinkle. Like, okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, I won't yeah. say a specific place, but I do love crinkle cut fries. But recently, oh my gosh! Also, I've been. I meant to send you this place too, um, Big Bro. There's this place in Phoenix called WTF Express. That's like seven restaurants in one. Basically, my mom ordered these. It's like a seafood po' boy fries. So they're like French fries with like I think it was like French like popcorn and like calamari shrimp on it with like a spicy sauce. It was so good. And then I had a pastrami and mac and cheese fry that was really good. So I'm like, they kind of have my heart when it comes down to like the deluxe fries of right now because they had some really good food. Wow. Okay. I kept thinking of deluxe. You know that uh, right? Isn't it called yeah. deluxe on Canada? Yeah. The little shopping yeah. carts. They have really good fries, and yeah. they have the sweet potato fries too, which I don't know if that counts as a French fry. I was going to bring that up. Do you I, include? I think they're valid. Right? I yeah. do say they're valid. Fair play. <laughs> I was really going to say Smash Burgers. They have some pretty good fries going on there. I don't know if I would call them the best ones, but yeah. I messed around with that. Yeah, I had a couple Strangely, people say Smash Burger. Smash. <laughs> yeah. Strangely enough, Burger King French fries, I think, have improved since when I first started going to Burger King. I don't know if you've been to Burger King recently, but their fries are not bad. See, for me, a good French fry 
has to be a little bit crispy on the outside, but still soft on the inside. Mm -hmm. I think that's difficult for a lot of places to get. Yeah, good amount of salt. (laughs) Yeah. Very that. That works. Who you know, I think also Rallies has some pretty good fries because they have the seasoned fries. So I, I like their fries. So yeah, so yes. McDonald's was the one that the most people I talked to would say. Um, so like everyone like associates McDonald's because they have good fries and yeah. it's just like a staple of their thing. Yeah. But I think since, you know, like what, early 90s or so, like mid 2000s, other places like, no, we're not going to try to copy McDonald's. We're just going to go like different directions. Mm-hmm. And that's why we got like curly fries that like Jack in the Box are really good or yeah. like, animal style fries or whatever, crinkle cut, all sorts of things. So that's what I think is what's kind of changes the game a lot. So I was just saying, like, I want regular fries. McDonald's is a solid choice. But if you want, like, something else, well, then you got a lot of variety. Now well, I'm hungry. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and it's lunchtime. Why, yeah. why was this the last question? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we wouldn't be able to talk about stuff we, could un- we need to unlearn or, like, our families or <laughs> culture after French fries. Like, French fries had to be the last thing. That's true. <laughs> it would just be ketchup with French fries. For all of you, or, or the, sometimes, are, yeah, sometimes no. Sometimes no. Does sometimes anyone use ranch? Ranch. Okay, yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Sometimes. Person. McDonald's started doing like sweet and sour sauce in the little packets. Wendy's has a a really good sweet sriracha sauce that they they offer. Mm-hmm. It's good. McDonald's just came out with a really good sweet. I mean, it's the same one. It's the same. It's the same spicy sweet chili sauce they discontinued a couple years ago. They brought it back for their little BTS meal thing or whatever. Oh yeah, but it's, it's pretty good. Me and Jesse like had uh, had some the other day. Yeah, it was really sweet good. Chili is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a place gets really popular when it has their own special sauce that like everyone knows for it. Like if you go to sauce. Canes, they have their own cane sauce. Everyone just lines up. With another recipe too. You know the recipe to canes? Yes, I know the recipe to cane sauce. And it kind of made me upset of how simple it is. The fact that we <laughs> pay 35 cents for every two ounce cup makes me upset. You, know, you, you put mayonnaise in the sun or something? It's literally mayonnaise, ketchup, barbecue sauce, and black pepper. Mayonnaise, hmm. ketchup, barbecue sauce. Right. Yep. I was like, all right. I have all like, of so those fun. at home. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so right. basically, uh, one of those, we got McDonald's at home. <laughs> we can <got McDonald's. laughs> do it now. Well, we just lost Raising Canes as a sponsor, too. Um, because we we're revealing their secrets and McDonald's for Yvonne trashing their fries. All right. Um, <laughs> losing everybody. Uh, but thank you, uh, the three of you, for doing this. I really appreciate it. This, these thank always you. just like, lift my mood when i have uh, a shitty week so thank you i really appreciate it thank you have a good rest of your weekend y'all you too, yeah. you too. it was bye. super nice you too bye yeah, nice <laughs> don't take me out on no first day out for crab legs because you you may not like the beast that you see released when i'm going in <laughs> <laughs> uh,